Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Andy Bush and Richie Firth, this is the special bespoke home time podcast on a Friday called Any Other Business. So whether you're half bored in that you only listen to the podcast because you can't catch the show, or you're full bored in that you do show and podcast, welcome. You see, this is where Friday changes things a little bit, doesn't it? Because if you're full bored and you've listened to the show today, all you've heard is a load of requests. Yeah, that's true. Which is why we do this bespoke podcast on the Friday, and it is bespoke because... Nothing's gone out on air that you'd want to hear on a podcast. This is directly for you. This is almost like Richie and I getting an Uber to your house, sitting in your lounge with a cup of tea, and just talking like this to your face. I hope we have uh, more downloads than it actually being a direct comparison to that. If it gets financially to the point where it's easier for us just to come over or just send you a tape, then uh, then then you know that's fine. We'll we'll have to look at it later down the line. Uh, Richie, you've had a very stressful day. I can just tell. Do you know what? It's, it's maybe stressful isn't the word, but you've you've identified that something's been a but Something's going on. It's it's one of those situations in life where you you visualise something in your mind as to how it's going to be, mm-hmm. and when it turns out nothing like that whatsoever, it's always kind of like a. Ugh. Are you talking about an Everton season ticket? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an Everton season ticket. So as we as we speak here right now, it's the back end of half term, and uh, my two older kids were on the train up this morning uh, mm-hmm. to come meet me at lunchtime at Waterloo, and I was looking forward to it. Obviously, I am proud dad. Two teenage kids arriving on the train about half past twelve at Waterloo, and in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, this will be lovely. Yep. Half term, sun shining. We'll have a lovely little extended lunch in. Uh, London somewhere, go somewhere nice, blah blah blah. Then they'll pop uh, pop on the train home, um, back up to uh, back up to Hertfordshire. I'll go to work and then go home. We'll have a nice weekend. Together. Sounds almost Enid Blyton like Richie. Exactly. When they actually get off the train at half past twelve and say, "Can we just go to McDonald's on Waterloo Station?" Oh no! But obviously, it's too busy for there to be any seats, so we end up sat on the floor underneath an escalator in Waterloo Station. God, that, that sounds like the behaviour of someone who's got a delayed flight or a delayed train. <laughs> That's exactly not normal like dining, that. is it? How about you? Just as an aside, I never go to fast food joints in train stations. I wish I hadn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. In like, my mind, the lunch was going. It was going to be Wagamama's on the South Bank. Yeah, that's what I was up for. Aberdeen Angus Steak Bar thingy, <laughs> yeah. twenty-five quid just for the steak. You don't get the chips for that, no, mate. That's just the steak. Wagamama's on the South Bank versus sat underneath a escalator <laughs> on a station concourse. It's such a difference. Fighting the pigeons for your chips. Here's my secondary question as well. Whilst I'm stood on the station, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, they'll be here in five minutes." And I've got a sensation of being cold. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah, the weather's turned. And rather than, like, this suddenly descending into the rant of an old man, oh, the weather's turned, it's getting cold finally, I'm sat there thinking it because now it's finally cold, maybe my teenage son will not get off the train today in a pair of shorts. Oh, is he one of those? He's one one of those kids. He's one of them kids. And I thought, well, this is obviously the change of the seasons. It won't happen today. Yeah. And then (laughs) when you sort of get these heads bobbing down the platform towards you and the barriers thinking, oh, yeah, I can see them now. Here they come, here they come, here they come. Through the barriers. Oh, bloody hell, he's wearing shorts again. And you don't want to sound like your own dad by going on about putting on your big coat or doing the thing where you make them take a coat off indoors because they won't feel the benefit when they go outside. (laughs) 
but you're thinking it. You're thinking that's what it is. It's the truth. I don't get it. I, I, I honestly don't get it. Yeah, wrap yourselves up. God. Unless the lad is going to be a postman, I do not know what's going on. Yeah, well, this is it. He could be a future postman. If he is going to be a future postman, he needs to make sure he shaves his legs, because as we know, all posties have hairless legs. So in other news, I'm not sure if anyone else is having such an exciting week as I am. Uh, we've managed to get ourselves a window cleaner. <laughs> So we've been in Leon C for a year now. I thought, do you know what? Our windows are disgusting. How do they get that disgusting? That's that's kind of the first question. How do they get that awful, your windows? I know what you mean, because if it was a car and you'd uh, it had been rainy or something or slushy or whatever, yeah. you understand why the car gets dirty. You can see why it happens. I haven't been driving my house down a dual carriageway. Well, I don't it, understand why the windows get dirty. Yeah, it, well, it is this thing. So anyway, we were looking at the windows thinking, oh my God, these look awful. Let's get a window cleaner. Finally got this guy around to do it. And there's an element of theatrics, I've always thought, involved in window cleaning and the bloke turns up with this massive big long ladder uh, part of being a window cleaner is that they they kind of death defying a little bit they get to heights that no other people can get to anyway th- we're thinking this is going to happen instead little tiny kind of uh you know what are those vans that are half car half van <laughs> what are those vans called i know what you mean the old uh the old renault twingos or whatever one of those little or, numbers turns yeah. up this Fiat little, Dobolo. Fiat Dobolo and any other made-up names of cars. Van Chat. Van Chat. This little fella gets out, whistling away, little beanie hat on, pulls out what just appears to be an incredibly long brush that attaches at the bottom to a tap, and then he just puts that on the top window of our house. Our house has got three floors on it. It's really narrow yeah. and high. He did, like, it must have been 25, 30 feet in the air, all of it, with his feet firmly planted on the ground. Didn't even get anywhere near a ladder and just moved this really long brush, which has got a tap inside it, right at the top. They're spindly little things, aren't they? They kind of wobble around these uh, these long extensions. I just felt things. a bit cheap. I thought to myself, I could have done that if I get more of those things. Where's the ladder? Where's the theatrics? Where's the Cirque du Soleil of window cleaning? I would have felt cheated as well because one of the things I used to love as a kid was um, when the window cleaner came round yeah. and the ladder went up. And they'd obviously have the bucket. You know, like the, the squeegee thing, like almost like a handheld windscreen wiper. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they would then go over the window in this very dramatic sort of swish, swish, swish. It's artisan. An artisan and I used to thing. look at that and I kind of thought, one day I'll be able to do that. But it's a skilled labour thing, isn't it? Yeah, I That's know. skilled labour. And it's gone now. So here's the strange thing. When I got home yesterday, there was uh, some kind of pamphlet that my wife had put on the side. There's always a pile of things for my attention when I get home. Have a look at this, Richie. It's your inbox. (laughs) It's a mixture of posts that's arrived, things that she wants to buy, services that she would like to order or whatever. Bills and the like. You got it. And one of them was a pamphlet for window cleaners. But this guy had Uh labelled himself as Joe Bloggs, traditional window cleaner and on uh-huh. it was like a little uh i don't know some kind of jpeg of a ladder yeah yeah so i'm expecting if he comes round this will be the old ladder and bucket thing maybe that's what it is maybe there's a splintering off and maybe our listeners listening to this right now can can clarify for us is there a fracture within the window cleaning community you've got uh these like jack the lads uh chances now going around with really really long brushes who don't even leave terra firma, and the old traditional window cleaners who still do the ladder thing and the bucket and the squeegee, they are now branching off into being called traditional window cleaners. A bit like, remember the real IRA and the continuity IRA? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to move it back to Van, van Chat very quickly. Yeah. You're thinking your Fiat Doblo or your Citroen Berlingo or your Peugeot partner, aren't you? I love how you had to bookend that just to confirm it. Just to move away from uh, Irish terrorism, really. <laughs> 
Don't forget, you can get in touch with us at any time of the day, either by turning up at each of our houses half cut or emailing us hometime at absolutelyradio.co.uk or leave us a little cheeky message below the bit on iTunes where you subscribe to the podcast. I don't want people to think that just because we talk about the emails specifically on the Friday podcast, that that is the only time that we're reading our emails. No, 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 no. Look, we've got train journeys home with unbelievable idiots to put up with, so we're always reading it. But as it happens, there is uh, a little bit of a, uh, a backlog of uh, stuff from this week oh. to deal with on email. Okay, then. Uh, Shay is in touch. First of all, um, three items for the pub menu. Bangers and mash, yep. chicken curry, burger and chips. No, 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 no. You I can't have can curry. Agree, yeah. You can't have curry in a pub. You have curry in a curry house. Why would you go to a pub and have a curry? I completely agree with you. Madness. Uh, so that's that one uh, sorted. Uh, right, what's next? Jim Crooks, teacher training and scones. Okay. Or scones. Do you really say scones? <laughs> I can't imagine you saying scones, Richie. Hi, Listen guys. I'm a half-bored podcast listener and a primary school teacher. You were talking about teacher training days last night on the show and I thought I'd offer some insight. Usually oh. you'll be in school during some form of training but for some inset days you might have three or four longer staff meetings over the course of the year to have to have a day off. Oh really? So they go with long staff meetings just to earn themselves a day off. I, I think the point we were talking about with this is that and this is again I don't want to start any war with teachers but they have a week or two for half term and then the Monday that you think you're going back to school oh no that's a teacher training day and we're just thinking maybe that could have gone within the half term bracket but clearly not he goes on we usually tie these in with christmas or random mondays at the end of the school year he's like some kind of school teacher whistleblower they're making out like bandits i want to go undercover with a secret camera and just type of view some of this stuff do you know what i mean but then jim moves on he's okay. using his school intellect to then the uh, the scone versus scone argument on the scone-scone argument, phonetically, it should be rhymed with cone as it has something called a split digraph in it at the end. Turn it in. <laughs> Turn that in. The O underscore E with the N in between at the end means you should pronounce the O like the capital letter rather than the lowercase letter. It was called the magic E when I was a kid, a kid but split digraphs are what we teach the kids nowadays. However, it could be the other pronunciation as it's probably an old word. Listen, mate, I was born and raised in Devon, all right? Well, I was born in Liverpool, kind of came down to Devon when I was like three or four years old, but I'm pretty much Devonian. I know how Scon is pronounced and it's scone. There's absolutely no way that we would have talked on air, live on the show, about split digraphs. I didn't this even know what it is. What, this is what this Friday podcast <laughs> is for. Further emails. Don't know why I've paused dramatically there. Uh, what else have we to got? Pub, pub food. Gents, rather than bland sounding Hunter's chicken, what about the Aussie pub staple of chicken parmigiana or chicken parmi for short? See, I'm a massive, massive fan uh, of the parmo, uh, chicken parmo. It's a, yep. I, I don't know, I've never heard of it being described as an Australian thing before. I thought it pretty much came out of Middlesbrough. Uh, I think Italians would also lay some kind of claim to it as well. Really? Yeah, definitely. The the, the, the people from Middlesbrough are very proud of the chicken parmo. Uh, is it called a parmo? I think it is, yeah. But it's got like, they have chips around the outside of it as well. And then this kind of beautiful thing in the middle. You get it, I think, in an actual pizza box. But 
I want to go to Middlesbrough just to experience it. It, it is one great. of the top three things that I will prepare, but I'd never serve it in a box with chips. I'd actually say it's one of my posher dishes. Oh, yeah. And I would se- uh, serve it uh, with some uh, potato dauphinoise. Oh, check you out. Yeah. Lush meal. Uh, not sure it's just pub staple, though. No, can't be a pub staple. Sorry about that. Uh, right. Uh, maybe I should read this one through first, but it's from Peter Hockey, uh, and the subject of the email is Objection. Okay. That's a good start. Andy and Richie, superb show. Getting sick, though, of the insult of being called half-bored. Okay. If anything, I'm full-bored. And a bit with all us other podcast listeners. We don't just check in and out of Absolute Radio between four and seven and hear the odd bit of chatter between two afternoon DJs. We specifically download the podcast to have a crack with our mates. We also listen live in the afternoon when life allows us. No more of this half-bored stuff. We deserve better. We are the full boarders. Thanks. Keep up the great show. No more of your shit. <laughs> Peter Hockey. Peter, I can't argue with that, mate. Great to have you on board. Whether you're full board or half board, one thing you cannot argue about is that getting a Hitler's toilet on the Friday podcast, despite the fact that they don't get it on air, you can't argue about that added value. And I've got to love the volume levels of this. That's my favourite bit of doing it in this little studio. It's gone down a bit now, but it's like being in a nightclub. <laughs> I don't want you, we've been talking about, you know, mums and dads and phrases and stuff. I can't hear myself think. I think we're at a volume where we're all happy now. We're all okay. Um, where do you stand on a Greg's? Greg's, for me, I don't normally go for sausage roll. Mm-hmm. I normally go off the beaten path and go for the cheese and bean melt. Oh, okay, really? Something a bit different, although I did try a bit of bread pudding from there just yesterday as well. Got to be honest, I don't really go with their savouries, but their uh, their sweets, beautiful. Like what? What kind of things? Oh, I'd be going with their donuts. I'd be going with their yum-yums. I love a yum-yum. Oh, yum-yums are good, actually. It's a good point. Uh, my daughter Erin loves the gingerbread men that they do as well. Yes, they're good. They're really, good. Really, really good. Now, whether you are sweet or savoury, if you are a spy, you soon will be able to go to Greg's because okay. this is the greatest story you'll hear all day. GCHQ is about to open a Greg's inside. Wow. The headquarters of our spooks and spies is officially getting a Greg's opening up inside. Like a spy Greg's. So you've just done some kind of uh, covert surveillance and then you go and have a yum yum. <laughs> have a yum yum and a cup of coffee. Uh, the, the building itself, you picture it, so it's that one that looks like a massive donut. Yeah. I think it's out sort of Cheltenham way, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, it costs £1.2 billion. It's the size of Wembley Stadium, yet they're about to get a Greg's in it, and I think this is absolutely fantastic. But also, if you think about the most famous spy this country's ever had, uh, James Bond. James Bond, yeah. Greg's isn't necessarily the bedfellow, is it? It's the whole sort of like shaken, not stirred, martinis, all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's not very really Ste- Steak is it? bake is not really Bond, is it? But I do like the, the fact that it's going to be in GCHQ. And it's weird for me, GCHQ has a uh, special resonance because it's flooding back to me now. When my first ever job in radio, I did traffic news for Gloucester and Cheltenham. Never been there yeah. in my life. Used to make it up 
and couldn't drive. <laughs> so I, I've talked about traffic going past GCHQ <laughs> and I didn't even know what was going on. And now I know that it's going to be even more traffic because people will be queuing out there for their grakes. Oh, Good. I, I, I don't think necessarily <laughs> that public are able to go in really? GCHQ just to go for Greg's. I think it's I think it's for all the spooks. They've ah. already got two Costa Coffees in there, a Starbucks and a 600-seater restaurant on site. We've said it before, I'll say it again, we're in the wrong game. We need to get ourselves in the spy game. Right, that is it. That's the end of the special Any Other Business podcast. As you can see, we've, we've gone through a healthy amount of your emails and stuff during the show. So if you're sat by a computer and want to do a Jessica Fletcher with your glasses on the end of your nose and rattle something out to us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Which is also the same email address if you'd like to send us a picture of yourself in your not-going-out outfit. Oh. Uh, we are going to then put all those pictures together into a little online catagrog. <laughs> catagrog? I love a catagrog. It's it sounds like a monster that might live in your wardrobe. A catagrog, just if you didn't know what the word is, it is uh, a book where you can uh, look through and get clothes whilst drinking alcohol. Do you know the best thing about this? They were coming in the other night, and thank you for the brilliant pictures that have been coming in. People sending photos when they got home of their outfit, which means you're not leaving the house again. Did you see the one where one of the, this lad sent in a photo of him wearing like a... It was like a onesie, which was a zip up the front. Yeah. And then one of our other listeners contacted him and said... Do you reckon you could zip that right over your head? And then he posted a photo of him completely zipped up like Spider-Man. That is the online community that is this show. I awesome. Love, they love the fact they're all meeting each other. Make friends.